Hello, my name is Inez. I am a mom, children's pastor, digital creator, and advocate for anti-racism. I run a podcast called Mocha Mamas, where my co-host and I lead conversations about race, culture, justice, and social change. I'm super excited to be taking over today for Jenna. Jenna, I love your heart in muting yourself today and sharing your platform to address this very important topic. Thank you so much. It is an honor to be doing this. Jenna asked me if I would share with you some tips on how to talk to your kids about racism. I know that this is not an easy topic to talk about. Adults have a hard time discussing it, but I wholeheartedly believe that if we start early, our kids can be the ones that bring about the change. I've heard people say that racism starts in the home. I get the sentiment here, but really, it starts in the heart. As moms, we are molding the hearts of our children, but we can't mold a heart to value something that we do not value ourselves. So my first tip is this. Check your own heart, mama. Root out the biases that you hold. We all have biases, but we must challenge them. And this is a daily action. Do not assume that simply not being racist is enough. It's not. You have to be anti-racist. And in order to be anti-racist, you must challenge the mindsets and the systems that keep racism alive and well. Educate yourself. Listen and learn. The next thing I encourage you to do as a mom is expose your children to people that don't look like them. This can be done in a variety of ways. Buy books with brown main characters. Buy brown dolls for your white children. Watch shows and movies with black and brown centered main characters. Participate in multicultural events in your community. Attend a church that is ethnically diverse. Consider racial demographics when choosing your home, your school, even the dance studio that you're going to put your child in. If you aren't a person of color, these may not be things that you naturally think about. Be intentional about seeking this out. Diversify your circle of friends and the influences your child has. Here's the thing. We fear what we do not know. You may be unintentionally causing your child to fear people of color by not having them around. And so much of what we see going on in the world right now is a result of that. It's a result of fear. People making assumptions and fearing others because of the color of their skin. If you want to raise a child that does not judge other people because of the color of skin they have, because of the way that they look, because of the side of town that they're from, then you must be intentional about exposing your child to people from all walks of life, all racial backgrounds, all ethnic backgrounds, all 
socioeconomic back backgrounds. This is so important if you want to uproot that fear, if you want to prevent your child from being the person that is afraid of someone because of the way that they look. Show love and compassion. This goes back to the heart issue. If it's not in your own heart, it's really hard to teach. But we must model love and compassion to our children. We have to show them that it's so important to love everyone. Get involved in social causes. This doesn't mean you have to take your kids out to a protest, but maybe it does. Maybe you will do that. I don't know. I took my son to an MLK march back in January. It wasn't a protest. It was a march, but it was really important to me to take him out there. While we were out there, it was mostly people of color. Really, it was mostly black people, but there was a handful of us that were non-black people of color. And then there was one white guy out there, one dad with two little sons, both white. It almost moved me to tears to see him out there, to see these two little boys out there in the sea of black and brown people marching down the streets in our town. What a beautiful way to show your children that we are all equal and that we should all care about equality and justice. There are so many ways that you can do this. You can watch documentaries, study civil rights and civil rights leaders with your children, talk about current issues and ways that people are still not being treated fairly. But don't forget to always emphasize that that is wrong. Talk to your children about loving all people. Educate them on black history. Black history is not a month out of the year, or at least it shouldn't be just a month out of the year. Black history is American history. And we need to teach all of our kids, no matter what color they are, about black history. They may not get that in the schools. So you as a mom have to be intentional about teaching them at home. There's a lot of great videos that you can watch and you can find on YouTube. I do that all the time with my son. Teach them about all people of color that have made important contributions to our nation. Guard your family against racist people. This might be a hard one, but I'm going to be really honest with you today, Mama. It may be time for you to clean up your friends list or to have a heart-to-heart with your racist parents or siblings or whoever it is. If you want to raise anti-racist children, you cannot raise them in an environment that tolerates racism. I'm going to say that again. If you want to raise anti-racist children, you cannot raise them in an environment that tolerates racism. The most important thing when talking to your kids about racism, and I know a lot of the things that I shared with you today aren't necessarily conversations. It's 
a way of life. I say that all the time. There, you'll hear a lot of activists if you follow activists in this arena of racism and anti-racism, diversity and inclusion. You'll hear them say that it is a work. And that's true. It is a work. And I want to tell you this as a mom, if you want to raise your children to be anti-racist, it will require work on your part. Like I said in the beginning, you need to educate yourself. You need to listen. You need to learn. It is a work. But more than that, it's a lifestyle. And that's why so many of the things that I've shared with you today it aren't about sitting down and having a conversation with your child. It's about living it. It's about walking the walk. That is so, so important. You can't just sit your child down and talk to them about racism for a few minutes and expect that they're not going to be racist or that they're going to be anti-racist. You have to live an anti-racist life. Yes, you need to have these conversations. Look for the moments to have these conversations right now there's a lot going on in the world and our kids are are afraid they're confused we have to talk to them about what's going on and in an age appropriate way i totally understand that my son is five years old just turned five years old and he's really oblivious to these things that are going on in the world, but I'm still intentional about having conversations with him about race. I'm intentional about telling him how important it is that we love everybody. As with him being a little black boy, I'm very intentional about teaching him to love himself, to love his skin. And I've even had conversations with him, again, in an age appropriate way, about how sometimes people mistreat others just because of the way that they look so yes you need to have the conversations look for those moments to have the conversations but living the lifestyle of being anti-racist is much more important because that's what our kids are going to catch you can sit your child down and you can tell them Racism is awful and it's horrible and hating people because of their, the color of their skin is, is terrible. But then if you're tolerating racial slurs, racial jokes to be said around you, if you are modeling prejudicial behaviors toward other people, black and brown people, people that don't look like you, if you are modeling that for your child, it doesn't matter what words are coming out of your mouth. You have to model for them a life of being anti-racist. And this all goes back to the beginning. It starts in your heart. Challenge your own biases. Challenge your own prejudices that you have. And it's not easy, I promise you. It's, I know, it's not easy. Just because I'm a woman of color doesn't mean that I don't have biases and prejudices myself. I do. And I have come to a place where I am very, very conscious of those. I told a story on my podcast a while back. I don't recall what episode it was. Otherwise, I would tell you. But I told this story about how I was out with my son. We were at an indoor playground and this little boy came up 
And I immediately made a judgment about this little boy. He was a little black boy. Uh, he was dressed in a hoodie. Uh, I don't remember other details about him. But I immediately wanted to get my son and move because, not because I thought the little boy was going to do anything bad or whatever. I just immediately had this feeling of like, oh no, like this little boy is, is rough is what I thought in my mind. Like, oh, he's too rough. And so my tendency was to take my son and move him out of the way because the little boy had come over and inserted himself into our what was going on with us. We were playing basketball and he came and just like came right in and took a ball. And so it was my tendency to just take my son and move and we'll come back when the little boy is done but I recognized that that was a bias that I was having against this child based on how he looked really because I just automatically put him in a category of being a rough little boy so instead of moving my child along taking him somewhere else I challenged my bias I stayed at the game. I engaged with the little boy. I asked him if he wanted to play with us. And we all played basketball together. See, if I had moved my son along, and if that is a behavior that I regularly do, then my son is going to catch on that when people who look like that come over, my mom always moves. Those people must not be safe. Our kids are going to fill in the blanks. So we have to challenge our biases. We have to catch ourselves when we start to act a certain way around other people because of a bias or prejudice that we hold. I don't enjoy sharing that story, but I have to share it because I want you to understand that we all have these biases and we must challenge them because our kids are catching on to them. And that's how racism, that's how hatred keeps going. And we have to stop it, ladies. We have to stop the hate. It starts with us. It starts with in our hearts. If you want to continue this conversation, I would love to invite you to my Mocha Mamas Facebook group. I run a Facebook group that goes along with my podcast. We have these conversations. It's a safe place to ask questions, to learn, to grow together. I would love for you to join me there. Again, thank you, Jenna, for having me. I'm so happy that you did this. I hope that your listeners were able to get something from it. Thank you so much. Have a great day, ladies.